Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. There have no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way of, to escape that ye may be able to bear it. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We bless your name. Thank you for the beautiful testimonies that have gone forth and the proclamation that have gone forth. Bless us now, Lord God. Put us right in the center of your will and let us bring your glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. You may be seated in this present. I want to talk just a little while. To this morning because so many wonderful things have been said. Um, got one little demonstration and then I'll be out your way. I want to address you from a subject me too but I win. Me too but I win. I chose this topic because I wanted everyone to know that all of us have similar problems and struggles. In this life, no one is exempt from problems and struggles, failures, and recovery. The text suggests that what we go through is common to man, that is, mankind after the manner of man. The temptation that we are subject to does not take angelic power. It takes the power that God has given to you as a human being. The thing that gives credence to this is God is faithful. Can the church say God is faithful? And we have to trust the faithfulness of God. All of the circumstances and causes that happens in life are controlled by God. Whenever a man is tempted, it's not because God caused the temptation, but because he allowed the temptation. Sometimes it doesn't seem fair, but God allows it. He allows it because it brings him glory. Um, if someone was to give you a towel, and they have a whole lot of money, gave you a towel. We would say we would appreciate that towel, wouldn't we? But if there was somebody that had to struggle with everything they have to give you that towel, you would appreciate it even more. Amen. Because the other ones, they could do it out of their abundance, but somebody else did it out of necessity and because their hearts and their minds was into what they were doing. We sometimes fall into temptation and trial because we put ourselves in this position and we fall into various temptations, not because God put us there. Uh, Dr. Hutton uh, says that sometimes when God bless you, his way of escape is a good power, heals. The devil need to see your heels because we need to be running. Joseph was a good example of that. You don't have to stand there and just take everything. Sometimes you just need to run. 
Anybody ever had to run? Amen. Just had to run. You just had to get up there and run. And God is faithful and he will not allow us to be tempted above that we are able, but he will with the temptation also make the way of escape that we may be able to bear it. Can you just uh, tell somebody, uh, me too. When you start, you know, I was tempted. I was broke. I had doubts. Oh, I failed. And so when you start thinking about it, all of us had similar trials and tribulation. It's the choice that we make. And once you make the choice, God supplied the strength. See, you make the choice, God supplied the strength. Many a times we fail because we have not chosen to do what God wants us to do. It's one of those things that um, I'm going to wait till I get in the situation. And once I get in the situation, then I'm going to decide whether I do or whether I don't want to do it. But if you purpose in your heart, like the Hebrew boys and Daniels, when they went down to Babylon, they purpose in their heart that they will not defy themselves with the king's meat. So when the temptation comes, if you purpose it in your heart, God give you the strength and the power that you need. Our purpose is to bring glory to God. Tell your neighbor, your, our purpose is to bring glory to God. How many of y'all know that sometimes bringing that uh, glory ain't always easy? Amen. Anybody pay the price to bring God glory? Anybody? Amen. It cost you, didn't it? To bring God glory. Young people like y'all are here, but it costs y'all something, right? Is that right, brother? Amen? It costs you something, right? It costs you something to keep yourself clean, right? Now, people in the church or people out in the world, they do stuff. And sometimes the devil play in your mind and say, well, you know what? You probably enjoy that. But you chose not to do it. And when you chose not to do it, you paid a price to be where you are. Everybody can't set in the amen corner. You're sitting there because you paid a price. Tell, tell your neighbor, I paid a price to be sitting here. Amen. Amen. See, you start there. You say, well, what price? Amen. You start off early. You know, uh, I, I paid a price. I paid a price to be where I am. Uh, anybody in here paid a price for where you are? Then tell the person beside you, I'll pay a price to be here. All right. Now, we realize that uh, sometimes what an enemy, he kind of separate us and make us think we're the only ones going through. You ever, you ever be broken, look like we broken, look like everybody got money except you? Honey, they just dressed up, but they broke too. They just dressed up broke. You see, you can be raggedy and broke, or you can be dressed up and broke, but you still broke anyhow. 
But what devil does is get us to that place to make you think I'm the only one going through. And in the church, what he does, he separates saints and help us to put on a parade, amen, and putting on stuff like everything is lovely. And every now and then you need to just break down and tell somebody I'm going through some problem. It's all right to be vulnerable if there is going to be real love there must be transparency now I can't go before the world and do it but you my brother you my sister I can come before you and tell you the truth have you ever noticed what happens when you find out I'm not the only one with that problem have you ever felt the release and the relief and sometimes we got problems that we are trying to keep the problem to ourselves. Amen. Tell somebody next to you, me too. Me too. Say, it, me, too. me too. Say, I got problems too. Amen. Tell them I carry it well, but I got problems. Amen. And when we get to the place that we can share problems with people, we'll find out it's not nearly as bad as we think it is. But God is faithful. God has to get the glory out of your life. And God cannot get the glory out of your life looking all precious and stellar and everything else. See how beautiful this orange is? I can look at it. I can admire it. But I can't get nothing out of this orange until I cut it. It's cut. But I still can't get nothing out of it until I and so what God have to do sometimes he got to cut you and squeeze you. Oh, God, I thank you. Because hey, we complain about it. But God said, I want some glory. And you can't stand contained and give God some glory. And there comes a time when God got to cut you and squeeze you every now and then. But he said, I'm seeking somebody that can give me some glory. That's all I want. But we want to stay dressed up and we want to stay just looking good all the time. But every now and then, not all the time, but every now and then, we got to look bad to give God glory. Because your neighbor said, we got to look bad sometimes to give God glory. Look at, the, look at Job. Job was out there, did everything right. But amen, the devil went before God and said, consider my servant Job. And let me tell you, just doing everything right, there's no guarantee that you're not going to have some problem. Because God may look at you looking all good and God said I want some glory so I got to cut you and you might not look so good but that's the time I'm getting my glory when I cut you and squeeze you I get my glory and I'm finished 
Glory. Anybody been cut and squares? Tell your neighbor, cut and squares. Me too. <laughs> your mom? Mm. Cut squares. Me too. I went through it too. I made the sacrifice too. Didn't do no wrong. Didn't do no harm. But God saw James Harris and said, I want some James Harris glory today. And so he cut me without cause. Didn't do anything wrong. But when God starts squeezing Job and the juice start coming out, this is what Job said. Nigga came out in the world. Squeeze him there. Nigga came out into the world. And nigga shall I go out. But the Lord gives. And the Lord takes away. Blessed. 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 Be the name of the Lord. Anybody in here in the squeeze now? Anybody in the squeeze? You've been cut and now I'm in the squeeze. It ain't because you did nothing wrong. It's because God wants some glory. God has cut you and squeezed you because he wants some glory in your life. The doors of the church is open. Whew. The doors of the church is open. Somebody is in the squeeze this morning. Somebody's in the squeeze. You might need a little help. You might need a little help. Amen. I can't deliver you from it because God is still getting the juice out of you. He's still getting the glory out of you. But he's got all by it. And when the Lord is finished, he did show what he did to Job was. When God was finished with Job, he gave him double for his trouble. In other words, when I went into problems, I was a tangerine. But when they finished cutting me and squeezing me, now I'm an orange. And after they cut me as an orange and squeezed me, now I am a navel orange. God have mercy. So we get bigger. Every time you cut me and squeeze me, I get bigger. Cut me, squeeze me, 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 bigger. And not only so, we glory in tribulation. Knowing that tribulation, work is patient, patient, experience, experience, hope, and hope maketh not ashamed. Cut me, squeeze me, grow me. Cut me, squeeze me, grow me. Lord have mercy. I'm as big as I am now because he cut me, squeezed me, grew me. Isn't God good? Anybody might need a little touch if you need a little touch. Run up here right quick if you need a touch. 
Yes, in the name of Jesus. Anybody else just need a touch? Because sometimes the squeeze is very uncomfortable. Oh, but don't complain. See, if you complain, God ain't getting no glory. But if you don't, if you just give God glory, if you can praise him during your dark time, if you can praise him during your darkness, if you can praise him during your night, God is getting the glory. Woo! Yeah! Cut me. Squeeze me. Grow me. Woo! Lord, I thank you. Yeah! Yeah! If he don't cut me, if he don't squeeze me, God ain't getting nothing out of it. But if he can just cut me and squeeze me, I know he's getting something out of it. God, have mercy. We talking about God. We talking about getting something from God. Can God get something from you? Can he get a praise? No, you don't get what you want. Can you still praise God? Can you still give him glory? Job said, nigga came out into the world, and nigga said, I return. The Lord has given. The Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Sometimes he got to take you through the juicer. When you go through the juicer, not only do you squeeze the inside of the orange, but you squeeze the peel. Oh my God, hallelujah. But I wonder if he squares you. Could you say, Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. If he squares you, could you say, thank you, Jesus? If he squares you, will you say, Lord, I'm going to still serve you. I'm going to serve you anyhow. Trouble coming. See, that's the kind of, that's the kind of praise God wants. Oh, you can give him these kind. Oh, you can give God that kind. But how about doing the squeeze? Oh, my God. How about doing the cutting? Can you say, Lord, you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. You made me. You know who I am. Have your way, Lord. God bless you. Thank God for you.